Okay, so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity's reason. M O L M M. What? Feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, it's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto tune that. Put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. Please. All right. <laughs> Six hours later. Y'all done got digly pain. <laughs> Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber, the show that focuses on storytelling and fun gameplay and would never ask our listeners to stop, turn around, go back and listen to some other much worse podcast that you've already listened to, then maybe come back after that and listen to our show for a few more minutes and then stop, go back and re-listen to another old boring podcast in some other part of town and then... And then after you do that for a while and you kind of get lost in some loading screens, come back and uh, then finish off our episode. I'm your host, Ben Helms, and with me as usual, our resident hardcore gamer who beat this game like a month ago, I guess, Corrigan Vaughn. Yeah, and uh, I'm sensing that that intro might have been somehow an analogy for the experience of this game. I don't... What? I'm going out on a limb here, but I'm just gonna... I just wanted to state something that we would never do to our listeners. Obviously. Yeah, no. Feel free to make connections. Unrelated to any other things, but yes, as a hardcore gamer with a PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah. I played this game a month ago. Wow. Nice. Screaming fest. Yep. Screaming. God, I've made so many mistakes this month. I am the James Dean of this game. And of course, no month episode would be nearly as... Fibrous without the doctor leech to our plague, spreading the good word of Mumph to whomever will intentionally or unintentionally listen, uh, and therefore be infected by the dulcet tones and anecdotal gaming wisdom. That was a lot. That was too much this time. I'm sorry. Uh, Jason, call me Dr. Worm Helms. I'm a real doctor, but I'm not a real worm. I'm not an actual worm. Uh, yeah. Hey, it's me. I feel similarly about this game than ben did, that Ben did. That, mm. To Ben? To Ben. Me. As Ben. Me, Ben. As if a Ben will. <laughs> uh, words. But I think it's going to be because of the systems, that we don't mm. have the real hardcore gaming power of the PS5 that Corrigan will bring to every game. I just wish you guys were more committed to Sparkle Motion. <laughs> really oh, question that nice. I question our commitment. Uh, And finally, first time, long time, our Patreon pal and podcast producer himself, uh, the man who picked this month's game, or helped narrow it down to this game at least, uh, and first gentleman to the amazing Sugared Edge Bakery Kingdom, Mr. David Botluck. How's it going? I think I'm getting good, but I can handle criticism. There you go. Nice. Yes. Well done. Well done. Oh, you do belong here. This is cool. Yep. Yep. Snailed it. Oh, man. So, yeah, I will. we should say right up from the top that I played 90% of this game, maybe 95% of this game, very frustrated with the crafting. And then Jason was like, oh, you should move it over from the SD card, move it over to the hard drive of your Switch and immediately improve the game, I don't even, <sighs> tenfold. Just like was like any of the like like pain points along the way, it was all in the loading of crafting and everything. It was like, oh, this game is much more enjoyable all of a sudden. I wish I'd done that sooner. So this will be fairly spoiler-free, but one quick spoiler. We are talking about the game Witchwood. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Wait, what game? <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, it's it's good. There's a lot of crafting in this game. And so uh, I was getting times of about seven seconds per item when I craft. Ben was up upwards of 12 seconds per item. 
Because I think we've got different SD cards. Mine actually just read my mind and crafted yeah. it for me. Just crafted. They tell yeah. me yep. that if you restart it and like close the actual system out and go back into it, it works a lot better. That, just oh, like that's what it uh, yep. going under. Yep. Yep. Same no, thing. No. Yep. And then moving it from yeah. the SD card to the system itself also kind yeah, of sped it up no. overall. But sometimes I'd still quit and kind of come back. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about some of the development. Uh, we're going to talk about the gameplay largely, probably for several hours, because it's already been like 40 minutes, even before <laughs> we hit record. Uh, then <laughs> we'll do sorry. What's the Drink, What's the Song, Recommendation Station, Dev Spotlight, a bunch of other stuff that I have to write segments for, probably, or segment <laughs> bumps for. Yeah, so let's get into it. I could just sing them for you right here. Yeah, that's true. We should have Corey do vocals on these segments, the actual vocalist. Let's not get crazy here. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to sing a random bunch of words and i think <laughs> cool and just create we'll segments as you mm-hmm. sing mm-hmm. cool cool that's cool, cool, right cool. anything that anyone wants to say about the game which would apparently is the one we played uh before we get into development it was fun it was fun i had a really good time with it, was, it. there we go <laughs> you know it's like a 50 50 thing here this uh, you guys uh before we we get into it can we just like take a moment to acknowledge my journey into in my Let's gaming journey here let do it that I have up. gone from, uh, in some ways, holding back this podcast by making Never. it so that everything that we have to some people say play. Yeah, I mean, when people talk about this podcast, it's great, but Corey is holding but. them back from their true potential. And now yeah. we are. Yeah. I have emerged from my chrysalis a a beautiful butterfly. Except I like caterpillars better. I have gone back into my chrysalis, and all my goo has formed a new caterpillar. And that caterpillar <laughs> Gross. is <laughs> playing. <laughs> On a PlayStation 5, which is a whole new world. I like, I'm excited about it. It's cool. Also, I'm very overwhelmed because the yeah. leap from Switch to PlayStation 5 is a biggie. <laughs> so many hand motions going on right now. It's a lot. It's also, amazing. I've had so much cocoa. Oh, good, good. You can move the controller. On the PS5, and it does stuff when you move the controller in some games. That's crazy. It's bonkers. They give you that, like, Astro Boy or whatever game to, like, test things out. And Astro is actually a lady in our house, so oh, that's fine. I don't, I don't know why I started. Is Astro Boy a thing? Was that, like, a thing that exists? Yes. Maybe Astro Boy uh, is a thing. That's probably why. Osamu okay. Tetsuka's famous 1940s anime and manga. I'm a nerd. Iron Man. Which is naturally what I was referring to, of course. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Astro Boy. Iron Boy. So, yeah, it's just like a night and day from from playing. I am Astro Boy. The Iron Boy. Yeah, that is clearly what I'm discussing. That's it. No, it's so different. And so I tried at first, I downloaded like the things that I thought I would really like. So I got my friend's boyfriend works for um sony and he's like an animator for sony and so he got like gets really good deals on games and so he got me like the miles morales and the spider-man Dude. remastered for 20 yeah. bucks for both Dude, hello. and so i was like sweet awesome i got guardians of the galaxy nice. um ratchet and clank and so i jump into ratchet and clank and i'm immediately like ah I'm so in over my head. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, I have to push too many buttons. I'm like wandering all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Um, And so I was like, it's too much. And so that was when I decided, you know what? I'm going to download Witchwood (laughs) and I'm just going to get started early (laughs) and like ease myself into the PlayStation, which I think was like a really good choice. Started with Witchwood, 
went on to a game called Death's Door that I will rave about when we get to Recommendation oh, yeah. Station. But it's like bit by bit, I'm working my way up. And I just downloaded Kena. Is that what's called? Kena? Yeah. Kena? Kena. Mm-hmm. Kena. That you've been recommending. So I'm slowly getting used to the controller yeah. piece by piece. But I, I, it's a new world for me, you guys. I really hope awesome. you return to Wretched and Clank because it's legit. Yeah. I like what's going. I really hope you return your PS5. Yeah, this is, this is embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing for uh, you. It's embar- no. It's that I was thought like, I was going to say. Hope you return to this podcast. I was yeah. like, I, I'll come back. <laughs> Um, I wasn't no, going to leave just because my system has now surpassed that yours. That Twitch channel is really blowing up, and I see big things for you as a Twitch streamer. So I hope you come back. I'm sorry to replace you, Corey. Oh, sorry, Jason. Come back. Remember us when you're famous. I only have viewers who are named John. Everyone who watches my me stream is named John, and it Uh-oh. gets a little confusing. But anyways. bunch of Johns watching you, huh? Bunch of Johns. All my yes. Johns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tune into Corey's OnlyFans uh, Twitch page later. <laughs> no, John's, yeah. only Johns. Only Johns. Only Johns. There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason. Uh, I interrupted you. Ratchet and Clank, good. That, Ratchet and Clank, good. It's it's so good. Like it's, I think one of the best shooters I've ever played, and that blew me away. It looks delightful. I just don't know how to play shooters. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been oh, yeah. playing like puzzle yep. and yeah. platformer and like games like that. You know, roguelikes were like, woo, mind blown. Uh, And now there's this. By the way, also one more side note. I was at a mochi donut joint the other day. As you do. With some friends, you know, as you do. And uh, we were sitting there and my friend and I got into a conversation about games we were playing and whatnot. And we started talking about roguelikes um, and got into this big conversation about it. And this delightful, nerdy boy, he's probably like 23 years old, was waiting at the counter and I seemed kind of like edging towards us. And then he's like, excuse me, you talking about roguelikes? Which one? And then we were like, oh, like a whole bunch of them. He's like, None of your business. oh, I love oh. them. <laughs> yeah. And then I told him to fuck off oh, and eat his donut. <laughs> this is Jersey. Get out of here. Yeah. Mind your goddamn business. Uh, no. said, <laughs> I said roguelike, not roguelite. You asshole. <laughs> Read the Berlin definition. You're embarrassing yourself. Dear God. Uh, no, but it was really delightful that this kid came up and was like, oh, I love playing them too. And we, we talked for a few minutes about it. And then he went on his merry way with his donut. But I thought you guys would appreciate that this was a thing that happened to me in public. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Anyways, now we can talk about the development of this game. Well, it's going to be quick. This is a very recent game. It came out in December. It's also by a small team. Um, yeah, the credits were like two screens tall. Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like eight, no, to, it's just... eight to twelve people, kind of depending on where you want to count. Yeah, supported by Ontario. Uh, got some good Canadian grant money to fund this. Oh, um, nice! All right. That explains it. You love a government that actually funds its arts. Uh, beautiful to see. Love a Canadian grant. And so I don't have a have much here. Actually, Dave may provide some more because he watched a, a video interview. But I did find a Reddit AMA that uh, I read evidently poorly because, again, Dave was instantly like, oh, did you read this part? And I was like, I, no, evidently not. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the AMA and uh, thought I'd absorb it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like 12 posts long, so I can understand. It was it was really yeah. long. See, like Dave is saying, it's really long. <laughs> it's really hard to get through. I can understand why you would not be able to pick up on all of Reading that. is tough. Um <laughs> Okay, Ben. Yeah, so so they talked about uh, Don't Starve as a big influence. Um, I think you can feel that. Crafting was going to be the core of this game. How do you make a game 
where the central mechanic is crafting. It's not crafting to do something else, but where crafting really comes to the fore. And it there, there was this great quote from the AMA. Let me pull it up real quick. I think crafting games have to walk a fine line between fun meditative gameplay and wasting a player's time. And that line will be different for each player. And I will add, and different for each system. Because as Ben and I discovered, Ooh. we introduce just the tiniest bit of friction to crafting. Yeah. And it really hurts it. Because when this game was going, it was singing. And it was great. And then when it slowed down, it was like, ah, I want to break my Switch in half. So uh, they're absolutely right. It's it's that it's such a fine line with crafting and how much you have people do. And, and getting the crafting to run quickly is part of that. But yeah, that I, I didn't find a ton else, uh, except it seems like one thing they've really focused on is getting this thing available on as many systems as possible, which nice. is probably pretty smart. Uh, and Unity was able to help them uh, get that get that done. Dave, Dave, what did I miss? Did I miss any Monkey Island references? Nothing obvious like that, of course. <laughs> oh, um, obviously you did. Uh, oh, no. So, Mick Gibbs, I don't know who that is, on, uh, the, uh, <laughs> on the AMA said, we like playing and making a lot of different types of games. Wishwood was a good opportunity to try our hands at something a little less action-focused and a little more narrative-focused with a chill atmosphere rather than running and gunning. We were obviously inspired by the mainstay crafting games like Don't Starve and Stardew Valley, but we also took a lot of inspiration from old adventure games like the Monkey Island series that have a strong mix of humorous storytelling and puzzle solving. That was wow. pretty obvious to me. I don't know if you guys yeah. missed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, you know, they don't really need to say it because I think when you're playing the game, yeah. it is very <laughs> apparent that that's yeah, there. Pretty- pretty clear that it was just a rip off monkey island <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well, especially the the shores is that what it, or the docks the mm-hmm. docks the docks the, I think yeah that was the first time in my mind where i was like oh yeah monkey island because yep. even the song was just like very piratey and yeah. seafaring and it was just like oh this song is going to be stuck in my head forever and just like all the little like monkey island where every time you go to a new screen every or every island has like its own theme that gets stuck in your head if that's the last mm-hmm. thing that you played before you hit stop or pause or whatever uh, yeah. yeah i i kind of looked at this game as you know as you all know i am not great at solving puzzles so one of the things about monkey island is that i often kind of play it with some form of guide open because i'm never going to solve anything on my own and i was explaining this to kia when i was showing him the game i was like it's like Monkey Island if you didn't have to solve anything. Like mostly, yeah. It's like the crafting is the game, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think once or twice I may have looked something up just because I was yeah. like, okay, I'm a little lost here. But overall, in the entire game, you don't really have to because the point, you know, is to cr- just create this, like craft the stuff that you need in order to reap these souls yeah. <laughs> that you have in this game let me um let me tell you about a moment i got stuck that i had to look something up is that okay Corey? i don't want to cut you off I'm oh sorry. no please please do just to to show you kind of how smooth this game is um it really tells you you know you you solve a, a puzzle you by crafting something and it tells you instantly what the next thing you have to do is right it's got a quest ticker that shows you each quest you have each element of each quest uh it tracks them pretty well just kind of on its own but you can change quests if you're in the middle of a couple of them uh and then finally i got stuck at the ox's farm 
Uh, and I think we're we're into gameplay now. We have we have made yeah, the transition yeah. out of development. We, Although we, we also have not explained what this game no. is about yet. Uh, nor nor should we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, said, you know, oh, something's going on with this uh, Oxus Fields. Maybe I should investigate the crops a little bit more. I was like, yeah, let's do that. Game. <laughs> what do I do? How do I? Yeah. Where's, I, the I spent, yeah, where's the investigate? Right. Yeah, I spent like the screen. Dif- I spent like 15 minutes on this, and I finally look googled at it. crops. And it's yeah, there, there's a button that I use <laughs> half the time to look at yeah. stuff. Maybe yeah. I could use that button. Come on, called yeah. witch's eye. Yeah, it's like yeah. literally look at. Eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Guys, just look at it. it. Just look at yeah, it. Yeah, I I had trouble with that too. Yeah, it was like yeah nine hours into playing this game that i realized the witch's eye was a thing like it's like i accidentally hit the button and i was like holy (laughs) (laughs) so i was constantly like how am i supposed to know what to get with this and i was playing it more like monkey island where i was like well i guess maybe if i collect these things and yeah you know put it together and all this kind of stuff i was like if i get enough sticks eventually i will be able to solve yeah i was incidentally putting things together and just doing a lot of wandering before I was like, oh, right. As long as I look at something, it suddenly puts it in there for me. It did not. I, I had that problem for like a second with that ox thing. For whatever reason, it didn't register for me too. not for 15 minutes. But it definitely I was like, what am I supposed to investigate? I was like, just sw- like, do I cut the grass right. down? Do it? What, what am I supposed to do here? Uh, so, yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a real gamer. So I don't resort to cheats, like thinking about something for two seconds. I just <laughs> lucky for you. The wall. Lucky for you, just not only does the game instinct. tell you, hey, this is what you need to do next. It's overlaid, like it's a part of the UI. Like this game, yeah. the HUD, there's no like map. Really? I guess there is in the menu, but there's no there like. Is, yeah, but like I mean, there like, is As far map. as like the bottom left of your screen, there's no like map that says like enemies are over here and like the gold chest is over here. Like. It's literally in the top right screen. It says, like, do these three things next. This is the thing you should be doing. So it's pretty hard to look. Or, I mean, there's not really reason to look up something unless it is, like, a glitch or something like that. Like, ever, I think the three or four times I looked it up, I was like, this thing isn't working. What's happening? And I'd look it up and it'd be <laughs> like, just hover your cursor over this and it'll appear. Or something like that that was, like, not really a part right. of the puzzle. And it was more like a UI issue that I was like, oh, I just didn't click around enough or whatever. Well- now that I've beaten Elden Ring, I can say that actually doing what the game tells you to do, I mean, that's for baby gamers. Come on. <laughs> wow. Like real, real games <laughs> want you to just cheese everything and cheat the best you can. Because This game is a lot like Elden Ring in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, I hear that constantly. <laughs> Everyone is saying. Now that I've beaten Hollow Knight, I really understand what gaming is. Uh, <laughs> and I really understand what puzzle dependency charts do. Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, this crafting was insane. So we sh- maybe let's start by, and I know we're starting, we're like a half start. hour. In. I had a couple things that I wanted to ask your questions. I probably should have sent to you sooner, but I want to ask a couple things. And as we go around, I can start because it might take can you a we, second to think can about. Can we talk about what the game is about first? No. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll go fuck <laughs> myself then. <laughs> Save it for only John's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is amazing. I don't know if we can keep any of this. Uh, uh, Corey, would you like, I mean, you destroyed this game like in the first couple hours that you had it. Would you like to explain like in the large concept, big picture, what is Witchwood? Big picture. Witchwood is obviously, as we've discussed, an adventure crafting game. The central thing that you're doing in this game is crafting shit in order to accomplish things. And the storyline uh, involves you being this witch 
uh, who wakes up in her house and a goat is all up in her business, this sort of black Philip looking mask, who um, she has some sort of, there's like a dead-ish girl of some sort. <laughs> and a sleeping maiden. What's the black Ish. Philip mask thing you said? Yeah, did you say the word math? Mask. Okay. What's the math? That's what math. Math. It's a Canadian way of saying motherfucker. Oh, nice. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Who's Black Philip? I was trying. Look. Okay. Have you seen the witch? Jesus Christ. No. What's the witch? It's pronounced the witch. The witch. Oh man. Oh man. The the witch is incredible. It is. I don't really watch scary movies, guys. I have little yeah. kids and a wife who doesn't like scary okay. movies. It's not scary. It's I called mean, The Witch. And there's Canadian scary. swear words in it. It's gory. It's not for kids. Uh, it's a movie with Anya Taylor-Joy about like oh, I'm in. Puritans who come to America and are exiled because of their religious beliefs. And oh, there's a goat in it. He's black. Is his name Black Philip? And his name is Black Philip. Oh, that's fun. He says, you want to live deliciously. Who doesn't? It sounds great. Yeah. Do you want a pretty dress? Sure. <laughs> this sounds in. like a chill guy. All right. It's a really good movie and I highly recommend it. It's creepy. But anyways, so Black Phillip is the black right, goat in that, much like then. in this game with this witch. Um, anyways, this uh, goat is sending you on various tasks to go and reap souls, essentially. So you start with three that you have to go and four. Sorry, four. It's four, four, four. My bad. Four, it's four, been four. a while since you played it. I know it's been a month. You beat it so fast. Um, <laughs> four souls of uh, that you have to go and find in these different lands, uh, and you have to craft certain items in order to be able to, you know, cast spells um, and to be able to basically just go about the process of luring them in and um, managing to bring them back because they're wreaking havoc all over this world that you're in. Uh, so that's like the basic plot of it, right? That sounds right to me. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course. of course, the story progresses from there yeah, yeah, and yeah. you find out things about our sleeping lady and all that stuff. But that's the basic they're, idea. They're the NPCs game. in general. They are bullies and you yes. take down the bullies. Yeah, that's exactly it. It really is like 12 distinct stories that probably entire mm -hmm. games could be built around. Yep. Yeah, very different stories that aren't really intertwined at all. Almost fairy tales. Well, that that's what one thing I was going to say. They're, they're yeah. very intertwined in the crafting, right? They're not yes, intercrafted. Right, they're right. not intercrafted, yes. intertwined in the narrative necessarily, yeah. but they are in the crafting. Uh, like, it would be very difficult to say, I'm going to do this quest, then this quest, then this quest, just kind of line right. them up in yeah, a row yeah, and do yeah. them all. You're going to at some point have to get two steps down the third quest before you can complete the first quest. Everything's just a little bit off in that way. That's really nice. That pushes you to explore yeah. and feel the size of this world. It honestly feels kind of like an open world game. It's it's very big. And yet it also uh, gives you just enough uh, rope, enough of a, a, a leash to know, okay, I, I can wander a bit and I can I can come back. I'll be safe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice because being able to switch between the quests or whatever that you're on makes it so that if you start to get frustrated by something or whatever, like you're just kind of bored of one of the things you're trying to do for whatever reason, you can kind of switch directions for a little bit or like, I'm just, I'm in the area of this map where I think that I can accomplish something for this and I don't want to go wander all over and then come back to it. Yeah. I can just do that thing here. I really liked that element of it. I should have done that more. Yeah, I, I, I've seen the game described as meditative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I totally understand that. It, I 
So I played this game sort of in two different chunks. One before Hades and the other after, <laughs> after, Hades, after Hades. Wow. So uh, I, I played maybe the, the first third of this game, uh, you know, while I had recommended it to you guys. Yeah. And then Hades <laughs> came up and I said, you know what, I'm going to going to take a moment we'll we'll play hades and i kind of put this game down and played through hades and then the last two thirds i played after I, I i got through hades and uh very much the first third of this game i played as a super meditative game mm. and i just stopped what i was doing got into the game just collected twigs and killed crows and just you know put dogs to sleep yeah. and the whole thing yeah. and you know it, it was terrible it was just that way just <laughs> putting dogs to sleep pleasure. chopping off their hair yeah. no <laughs> yeah exactly mm -hmm. so that that was a very uh meditative pleasant kind of i, I could play an hour of this before i went to went to bed yeah. kind of game uh but then after that you know i i got into the hades thing and then you know came back to this when i realized you know you guys wanted to do this so <laughs> once i said you guys want to do this okay i got i gotta finish this and it was very much i gotta figure out what where what do i need to get to the next thing and it was a it was a narrative driven uh you know uh solving puzzle puzzle solving kind of game which, mm. which game was more fun hades no 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 which version of which would? I don't. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I mean, <laughs> what a weird question. The meditative version or the? It was like last month. Jason was like raiding games. This month we're just like pitting them off against each other. Hades. Boom. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Hades. One hundred percent between Hades and Witchwood. Hades was a new Hades segment. Was more which one was funny? No. No. <laughs> which one was funner um no between playing it in a, a meditative state and a i have to finish this state uh a meditative state was definitely the way to play this it, i wanted to pull that out to say like yeah. i love this podcast but so often we screw ourselves over mm -hmm. with games because we we fall into that and, and, ben and i did with this right and it yeah. really sapped some of the joy you know when i started uh, I the game it. five days ago that was I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun finishing this game. I got very right. close to the ending, but that last like two hours is gonna be yeah. really good. Uh, yeah. and I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah, just in like twenty minute, thirty minute increments or whatever, a couple days apart. Yeah, just chilling. Yeah, for sure. Not to get into the spoiler section, but I have I have issues with the with the ending of this game. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, can we talk okay. about the ending, Jason, or no? Uh, I'm not ready to uh, no. emotionally. <laughs> no. It's not time emotionally. Yet. No, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. At some point, we'll, we'll have Jason just like plug his ears or something. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> what section are we in of this? Gameplay. Gameplay? Gameplay. 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 Ben has prepared some questions for us. So after right, a brief questions. musical bump leading into Ben's questions, which we'll play now. Let's talk Thank you, Ben. Love the new bump. The game. Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know what this is. What like. questions do you have? Beautiful. It's a game. Preguntas. Preguntas. What questions do you have? I think I just have three. 
Yeah, here we go. So the worst soul, kind of like the the worst quest that you were on out of the twelve. Um, the your favorite soul, or it could have just been like really fun to like craft everything, or just kind of like a character you really liked hanging out with or whatever. Uh, and then the most annoying, or you know, like the the singular ingredient that every Ooh. time came up, you're like, Fuck, I have to go all the way back <laughs> to this thing and kill this thing, which means I need to craft this thing to kill that thing to get the thing and then travel through the thing back to this thing can i do that backwards can i start with the ingredient i think start Is with it, whatever you want yeah we can go okay. and then just answer how about we go around and you answer all three together yeah okay yeah oh the pumpkin jack bone it was constant it was yeah yeah, yeah. i have not been to the fields in yeah. two hours yeah and <laughs> suddenly you want you want a pumpkin jack what do i need where even are those okay fine right. oh and no no come but back. to get that you need the snag uh-huh. vine uh-huh. Right. So 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 I, I I prep it, I get it all done, I come back, and I even thought in that moment, I was like, maybe I should get a spare while I'm here. No. I haven't needed a pumpkin jack bone in hours. Nah, you're not gonna it's probably the last one. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, just ten, ten, minutes, ten minutes later. Well, looks like I need a pumpkin jack bone again. All right. <laughs> and both of those I think were involved in the rat quest, which is also my answer to least favorite, most favorite. Um, oh. I, I, you know me, I, I always do it this way. It's, it's sure. the, How do you break while the playing it and, and, uh, Corey and Dave, you finished this game. So you can tell me if I'm wrong here. The rat to me felt the most involved. It had the most kind of like little small parts and they just like Ooh. layered on top of each other. There were so many parts to the rat quest. Yeah. I would say that's true. You had to unlock the mansion. Yeah. The mansion then had three different things in it, each of which required something else to get it done. Uh, just to get through the mansion once you've unlocked it, it required another thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there were so many pieces. Yeah. And yet the payoff on it, of, first off, like having an overall narrative arc that just really worked for me. And the art in this game is really, really beautiful. But yes, we haven't even mentioned that. Oh, my. We should have spent 10 minutes on that. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the main reason why I enjoyed this game was the art. Yeah. Hand drawn. I guess that's art. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. really pretty. It is gorgeous the whole time. But yeah. the finale of the rats, for, for when you beat each bully, they like collapse in a thing of, of magical eldritch flame, right? And they leave behind some trinket that you use to solve the quest. And the rats, though, it's this one rat surrounded by hundreds of little rats. And when you solve that quest, all of the rats erupt into eldritch flame. Yeah. And just the whole screen fills. Mm-hmm. And it was just this really nice, like the effects all worked. It it really felt good. I, I yeah. love it when you find a button that it felt, yeah. feels good to press. And it was that same feeling in a video game where you're just like, oh, that felt good to solve that. So the rat was the toughest, the most annoying along the way. And yet at the payoff, it ended up being my favorite. Uh, and even mm. the things along the way, all the, you know, meeting the gravekeeper, uh, going through the mansion, all the different parts were also really, really good. So I'm going to choose the rat. Least favorite, most favorite. And then it nice. slows down your switch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh my the last quest on the mountain where there's like the crazy snow and wind, that was just crazy. That was down to like, I don't know, like five or six frames per second with that whole scene. That was great. I'm psyched. And frustrating. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was tough. I will go with the worst one. I think I would dispute the rat one and say and maybe it was just for my playthrough. I didn't have the right ingredients, but the the pig farm one was definitely mm. the one where I was like, another quest? And like I'd beat that and be like, another one? Where it was like, first you have to go through the pig farm and like find the three places where the guy lost his belongings. And each one of those places, you need to craft something or multiple things. Then once you do that, you have to go back and craft something for each of the, you need to get the stick, the switch, and then Big Mama's 
uh, like uh, what's it called? Um, the stone that you the wet her whetstone so that she like carves knives on. Okay, you do that. Then you put the pig on the spit, and you have to get three different levels of things for the spit. And it was just like, oh my! And it was definitely the time crunch that that like gave me some stress here. But I was just like, dude, this is taking so <laughs> long, especially compared to like I think the other ones in that last in the last four souls. That I was, was going to say, was I think like, part of oh it is God. where it comes in the game. Like if that had yeah, been earlier yeah, in the fair. game, that's true. you'd have a lot more patience for it. But that it's one of the very last souls that you're getting makes it so like you are not in the mood to grind like, anymore. I'm almost done. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. another snag vine. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. And I, I'll say my favorite soul was probably it was in the second or third group. It was the black sheep. Well, I guess it was the mm -hmm. ram was the soul, right? Same. Yeah. The ram. It was so good because it's it's the ram is preaching to all the other sheep that they need to get in line and they need to be they need to be sheep and just kind of like act the same and be the same color and think the same. And then you find the black sheep through the gargoyle who carries you to the black sheep. And the black sheep apparently is not only a black sheep, he's different than the white sheep, but he is a not a quilter. What's it called? I don't know. He he sews. I don't know what he is. He makes garments. Knitter. He's a knitter. Tailor. A tailor. Yeah, he makes clothes and stuff. There and we he go. Loves, he loves bright colors. And then so you convince all the other sheep. You're like, oh my gosh, this black sheep was kicked out of your community. But look at this amazing colors and and uh, clothes and stuff that he makes. And then all the sheep go crazy for it and pisses off the ram. And the ram shrinks down into whatever the ram's horn or whatever they become. But I thought that was yeah. a cool. What's up? Jason? Quick pause on that because I thought that that quest was also a really interesting one around queer representation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You got the gargoyle character that is doing a little bit over the top. Like it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then as I was just playing it more, I was like, I don't think the game's making fun of this character though. No. This character, very flamboyant, uh, cared about clothing a lot, uh, was talking about how fabulous it was. Loves his little gnome hat. Yeah. And and I was like, I I was uh, yeah, my immediate go-to was, oh, are they making fun of him? What's happening here? Mm. And then that joke never delivered, right? It, they, right? The character was never being made fun of. But then you add to that that yeah. the, the gargoyle is integral to a quest where someone has been excluded and marginalized from a group for wanting to be different. Right. Uh, you've got the religious component of the actual preaching. Uh, everything has to be black and white. Yeah. The black sheep seems to be in some kind of relationship that's not allowed by mm -hmm. their yeah. community yeah. Uh, with a sheep dog. Uh, although yeah, that's not that's right. dealt with very, you know, closely. Yeah, 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 I was like, inferred, actually, yeah. this is the thing that I thought might be poor representation. I, I guess I just, uh, I was too skeptical. I was too cynical. Like, it, it's just right. great. This is just a queer character. And yeah. that, it's, that's great. And you have the end, all of them dancing in like under, like wearing rainbows under yes. rainbow confetti, dancing in yep. the town square, which is about yep. as close <laughs> to a pride parade as you can get in, yeah. in this video. Yeah. Game, I think. yeah. It's pretty, totally. yeah, pretty spot on. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that was great. And then ingredient. Yeah. I think, yeah, the same kind of trail that Jason was talking about of the, um, the pumpkin, the Jack, what was it called? Pumpkin Jack. Pumpkin Jack. Jack. Pumpkin Jack. Yeah. That thing. And then going all the way down to the Skeeter snoot, which is how you got <laughs> yes. like, the sewing. Exactly. I could not rope. get enough like Skeeter that was snoots. The thing. Oh my God. Could Never. not get enough freaking Skeeter snoots. Yeah. The fucking Skeeter snoots. That was the ingredient that I felt like. And then towards the end, forest herbs. Maybe I just died a lot, but like the forest herb fed not only to your life, but it fed to mm -hmm. a bunch of other things towards the end. I felt like that was just like constantly going back to the forest and like just doing laps to get more of those little green. Right. Forest herbs that yeah those and skeeters newts man well I did not die a lot but I still needed more of the forest herbs yeah no there you go there you go I have I never died in this game I don't think I died I died once it's a I first 
Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Eggs were easy to get, but I do want yeah. to echo Corey and just say, oh, those fucking eggs. Just so Ben can bleep it, because I think that's going to be a really funny bleep right next to the egg. It's true. So oh, I'm, I'm proud yeah. of it. The fucking golden egg at the very end. That, oh, the yeah. The yeah. one fucking golden egg that I couldn't get. That your, was the your glitter bomb. That was the fucking hardest Cluck. arm. Yeah. Cluckety cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Corey, David, what do you got for your three? I don't have a worst one. I honestly, oh, cool. yeah, nice. yeah. I, I was really happy with uh, the stories as they were being told. My favorite ones, probably like the the Puss in Boots analog with a cat. Yeah, I thought that was the most fun. But with the unicorn, I like cats. Yeah, I like the sad unicorn. <laughs> the unicorn yeah, the, is funny. The unicorn was cute. He was very Eeyore. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it 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 was it was a lot of fun. I did not have a a problem with any of them though i uh i thought that the entire game uh just the way that they broke it up into different stories you know the 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 12 different stories all the way through really captured my attention and uh it was a good way to progress me through the game uh, I, so there's a lot of uh crafting games like uh stardew valley uh animal crossing uh, that this gets compared to. Hmm. Animal Crossing kept my interest for about a month or so. I, I really liked it at the start of the uh, at the start of the pandemic, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know I even I even started a uh, an actual garden in my own backyard. But I live in Arizona, oh, so it it yeah. didn't work. Oh, it's too bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It, it, didn't go anywhere um and and stardew valley kind of same kind of thing i really got into it for a little while but it's so open-ended that it didn't you know i i just couldn't move forward with it whereas this game had a story and it had a narrative that i could play through and once i got to the end of it it was the end of it whether i really was satisfied by that ending or not i was at least getting to the end of it. So I I really appreciated that. I had the same thought, like that it's not a farming or a life sim game made a big difference to me because I hate those. I don't, I can't get into them. I played Farmville, you know, 13 years ago or whatever, but that's about the only time that I've, Mm -hmm. and I do like Animal Crossing. I still like Animal Crossing, but in general, I don't like things where I just feel like I'm doing chores all the time. Yeah. And so that this felt very like, okay, I have a distinct trajectory. I can't play this forever. You know, this isn't going to be just a thing I have to check in on every day. And that I get anxious at the end of the day that I didn't water my plants or anything like that. That it's just, it has stories and I just need to get through those stories. Right. And I can move on. I liked that too. I do feel like Spirit Fair is 99% doing chores though. (laughs) But there's story. Like, right. That's the story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like this game is 99% crafting, but their story. Yeah, I would yeah. compare it more to Spirit Fairer than I would. And, you know, I saw it a lot. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the reason I originally picked up this game was uh, I saw the uh, the Google advertisements, you know, uh, the Google News advertisements saying, oh, do you like Stardew Valley? You know, you would like Witchwood. And so I clicked on the ads and, you know, I saw the uh, the articles and I probably would like this game, you know, 
but I liked it more than those games. But <laughs> I would really absolutely compare it more to Spirit Fairer. Um, Spirit yeah, Fairer had a lot more of the, while it had that sort of, you got to collect everything kind of vibe to it that this one does. Uh, it has a little bit more of the, you're collecting things so that you can hit the next story point. Whereas mm -hmm, yeah. Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing don't have that element. You're just kind of collecting things to collect things in those. Yeah. Agreed. This all just makes you want to get back to Stardew Valley. Let's do it. Let's start a, uh, <laughs> let's start a uh, multiplayer farm. Boom. Oh, start a farm together. Start a co-op. Co-op. Was there another question to be What is your, is everyone do what's the ingredient? Oh, was there or a the singular ingredient. ingredient that stood out that was frustrating? So, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I'm going to, I'm going to go there and then kind of scale back. So I was expecting there to be a big final verse or final boss yeah. or something. Yeah. And there wasn't. And uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, all that. Uh, <laughs> but there there just was not that moment once I finished everything where there was going to be, oh, now you need an item that takes, mm. you know, six different things. Right. And each one of those is going to take five different things to make it. You know, there was yeah. not that. I was scared that was going to happen. Yeah, I I was kind of <laughs> hoping that was going to happen. Honestly, yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. hoping there would be a version of that. That's yeah, right. yeah, 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 but mm -hmm. but it never happened. So yeah. the the final boss for me was the uh, wolf, and so the wolf had the uh, the the owl, and the owl you had yeah. to get the lexicon or whatever it was the the yeah, yeah, yeah. translation paper. Uh, to, so you could see what the owl had to say and the uh, the advice that he had to give you to get through the woods, which that was the moment, by the way, that reminded me the very most of Monkey Island. I know they mentioned it mm. there earlier on, but the uh, the westward wanderer, you know, it's the west, west, north, east, all that. Yo, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. second yeah. I saw it, uh, that was, yes. oh, okay, obviously this is, you know, right. uh, this is the directions that I need to, to head in. Yeah. And so that was very clear to me, uh, just like, uh, Monkey Island, you know, with the, the dancing, yeah. you know, the, oh, yeah, the original, the very yeah. original, yeah, yeah exactly. the, the dancing instructions. Yeah. So it, it very much, uh, kind of put me in that same kind of mindset there, uh, whereas, I don't know that it had in the rest of the game, even with the with the docks. Uh, I don't know that I felt the <laughs> the same kind of connection to Monkey Island. But while that might have been the most, you know, annoying thing to collect, it was definitely the one that uh, kind of got me into it the most. And then that entire uh, wolf element, yeah. you know, while <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of action in the game, that took me two or three tries to get through. And, mm -hmm. you know, that that one felt like, oh, I was I was facing a, a final boss. Yeah, it took me more than three tries. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a good one to end on. Too. Yeah, I think that one, because it does. It's so different. Like I was I kept waiting and my kids would be watching me play this game. They're like, are you, do you have to fight this person? 
they've asked me that a yeah. couple times. I was like, I don't know. I hope not, because there's no fighting buttons. I don't yeah. know how I would do that. I, I think <laughs> I'm I not have prepared to craft. for that. Maybe we'll have yeah. a craft off. I don't know. But yeah, but then basically you have the marionette and you like have to run from this wolf and lure them to to the hunter at the end. And that's yeah, that definitely took me a few tries. I think there was two parts in this game, and the, the kids saw me play Echoes of the Eye when we played that a few months ago too. And so they know all about elks. Elks are like a recurring theme in our house. Like <laughs> when they see a deer, they'll be like, that deer kind of looks like an elk. Don't you think dad? I'm like, I guess it looks like an elk, but yeah, you're right. It kind of looks like an elk. Mm-hmm. And then Ben starts shaking and the car drives to the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Start breathing into a bag. But there was two parts that reminded them of echo of the eye, uh, which was one was in the graveyard. There's literally, I think it's called an antlered ghost. And yeah. it's yeah. just yeah. a ghost with antlers. Totally. I'm like, oh, that's a freaking elk. It's a yeah. dead elk ghost. Uh, <laughs> and then the other one was the wolf part where you're running through the dark chasing lanterns, which is like the most echoes of the eye it gets. <laughs> like if only the, the the wolf was an elk, but pretty freaking close. But yeah, that game that was definitely the most terrifying part and the most like action-y part of the whole game for sure. Yeah. If you tries. Yeah. I was convinced I was doing it wrong. I was like, I must Same. not be doing this right because i was like i he keeps catching me and it's like oh no it just turns out as usual you're terrible at precision <laughs> you're, you're too slow he got me in the first <laughs> screen like two or three times i was like yeah there's no way i'm gonna yeah. get through 12 screens with him chasing. and then finally i realized oh we'll just follow the lanterns and he slows down but yeah that took right. me that took me a while i will say also the best feeling in this game is when you get to a point like it didn't help happen at the owl it was close where like you get there and it's like this is the final part to this soul. Like all you need is yeah. this new thing I'm going to put in your inventory. You've never heard of it. It's like the super magical whatever powder magician thing that you need. And it requires 12 things that you probably don't have. And you go to it and you have all of those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You do the so thing that I always do, which is like, oh, there's sticks. Let me get 30 sticks. Oh, yeah. there's hay. Let Hoard me get 30 them. hay. Let me get all of the things. I don't know if I'm going to need them, but I will someday. And so if you were able to like luck out and get all those, that's all oh, that feels so good to be like, oh, it's not meditative. It's just like success, instant gratification. <laughs> yeah, it's meditative oh, grabbing that. them on the front end. And then you get, yes. when you that's get that to true. that that back end and you need them all, they're all there yeah, for you. Great. Much like oh, real meditation so where you need to meditate up front. And then when you get yeah, to yeah. a point where you actually need uh, you know, your mental mm. skills. They're all in Boom. Front. It's there. You, you put the work in, you know? Yeah. Look at that circle. Boom. Yeah. Games as learning. <laughs> did you your three things? I did not. No, oh, I did not. It's, it's your time. Uh, what? It's your time. It's my time. It's my time to shine. Um, up, up there, it's their time. But down, down here, here, down here, it's our time. <clears throat> this was my wish. And I'm taking them back. So I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. Taking them all back, right? Everybody, Atari's. Hey, Corey, I'm sorry. You're. It's late. You, you, you go now. It's your turn. Jason's talking about the Goonies. I'm talking about Atari's. Anyway, we're, he's older. Um, Corey, would you like to talk? <laughs> I would like to talk. Cool. Um, I think my my least favorite was the fish, and I think it was just simply I had some trouble. For one thing, that was one of the points where, like, even though it was near the end of the game, for whatever reason, I forgot how to use my witch's eye. And so, like, things like I just kept getting, like, 
trying to figure out like, how am I supposed to get, there was something I needed that required me to uh, do something to the big sharky guys walking around oh, on the yeah. shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like could not figure out how ones. I could. Yeah, I like could not. Oh, I was trying to like fish. I was like the deep ones. That must be something that you go fishing for. And so I was like trying to like fish for it. And I was like, the only fish I ever get is this tiny little fish. What's happening? So I was kind of frustrated. And that was just my own fault uh, because I forgot how to play the game for a minute. Right. Um, so for a while, I was like kind of wandering with that. And I just feel like I didn't connect with that one as much, you know, like the story just like, I don't know, didn't totally grab me the way the other 11 are did. Are you sure it wasn't having to? You had to exit the the mission through the sea dragon's anus. Are you sure that didn't have anything to do with it? Oh no, I love that. Okay, I'm super into that. Yeah, <laughs> I I literally I'm sure that you know how like like I've become obsessed on the PS5 with recording my gameplay. Oh yes, okay. Um, and so often like hearing my reactions yes. to things is always really funny. And that I'm pretty sure I have recorded of when the first time that like it, I was like, oh, wait, wait, uh, like, is am I going to, uh, <gasps> you have to send <laughs> you that. come out the other. I was like, oh, my God. if I can. Yeah, yeah. I, I will have to That's find awesome. that because I was just like, oh, no way um, <laughs> when that, that happened. Hole? Yeah. So that was actually <laughs> delightful. But overall, I just didn't find the tasks leading up to the fish one sure. as engaging as the other ones. Um I really liked what was the one that the Ram, like you talked about before, but just to not repeat everything that you just said, I think also I really liked the Hawk because yeah. as you all know, I love a good anti-capitalist theme yes. in something. And so like from the beginning of that one, when you meet the couple who's being fleeced by this Hawk, um, essentially sort of like driving them out of their uh, home uh, by, you know, through all these like different shady practices and everything uh, that they don't really have any way of standing up to. And then you get to help them to gain the money that is going to make it so that now this hawk can't exploit them and everything. It just felt like very satisfying to me, yeah. that entire process where I was like, I really like, uh, I, I felt connected to those characters. Oh, hello, puppers. to go pee. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. Uh, sir, <laughs> take me outside. Anyways, I, um, yeah, I really liked that one. I thought that was a whole lot of fun. And then my so least favorite ingredient. I mean, I think, like we've said, it's always the, the chain to them. And so, like, I feel like kind of by default, the Skeeter Snoot is my least favorite because it's like, okay, you got to craft the smoke, smoke bomb to get the Skeeter Snoot, which takes several ingredients, right? Oh, that's right. You get that, and then you get these, and you only get two of them, and yeah. then I think it's like you need two to craft the sewing kit or whatever, and or like whatever it is that you use it for. it's just one, but it just... Or just one, but they go really fast because so you need that other... Yeah, yeah, you need the other thing so many times that... It just every time I needed to, you know, it was like, oh, you need a sewing kit. I was like, no, no, I don't want to go back to the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, God, don't make me do this. And it just required you anything that requires you to go to like multiple lands just to get yeah, the things totally. to get that. That's when I would find myself like, oh, I just can never get enough things. <laughs> um, 
America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, this, I'm feeling very anti-capitalist, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> I can just never Way get enough. Stuff. Thanks. Um, yeah, so the Skeeter Snoot, I feel like, is just like emblematic of the process yeah, where it's yeah, not yeah. the first or last step in any of it, but it, you just fucking always need it. Yeah. And it's it's so hard. Totally. So, yeah. that's. I somehow funny. always had too many smoke pellets and not enough Skeeter Snoots. So, yeah. I'm a hundred percent behind what you're saying. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah. Right. Like, what? There's what our, is this balance? What's happening? There's our title, Ben. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too many sno- smoke pellets, not enough skeeter snoots. <laughs> mm. So true. So true. As the old adage goes. Uh, do you want to talk big story? We're talking about ending. We could go beer song, but I could I could duck out for for ending if you want to do it. I mean, there's not like so, a. Like, I don't have a ton to say about the ending, but it's also probably because I finished it a month ago. But. <laughs> I feel like David has something to say and I want to hear and then I want to pretend like I had something to say too after he says something. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll, I'll talk about the ending very briefly. All right, Jason, get out of here. <laughs> Wave. Hey, Jason, Give will, you make, me, will uh, you make me a cup of tea while you're gone? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. make it a fresca. I'll be right back. Can you get me a tab? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you All got? Right. Ending. So, so we, yeah, we, we could say in the end, I don't know if we, I guess we summarize it a little bit. The goat that is making you that you're like get all these souls your taskmaster goat uh you figure out at the very end is we talk we didn't talk, yeah we mentioned the sleeping maiden earlier um there was actually the sleeping maiden was put to sleep actually how do i summarize this <laughs> <laughs> you were the sleeping maiden the whole time because she gave up a part of her soul to create you and the goat used that to track down 12 other souls you're so like a horcrux you're like a horcrux. Why don't you get into what that is, Corey? Like in Harry Potter, where Voldemort puts his soul into like different pieces. One of them's Harry Potter, right? Well, yeah, yeah, right. Yes. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen or read all of them, but I remember only this. Okay. Yeah. So he puts his pieces of his soul into all these different places, uh, yeah. so that he doesn't die because they all have to be destroyed in order for that to happen. So you're like you're like a little horcrux of this. You're of this sleeping lady who is. So Voldemort is the sleeping maiden. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know yeah. if we know exactly. Who the sleeping... Anyway, David, what do you have to say about the ending? That, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure anyone who didn't play this fully understands the ending now. So <laughs> <laughs> now I tried to clarify, and it only made things more yeah, confusing. No, no. Now that I think of it in terms of it's a Horcrux. It, it totally makes way more sense now. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> nice. Um, I, I yes. thought it was a little underwhelming, the, the very end, honestly. Like, when, when you get to the very end and, you know, spoiler alert, you're not an actual person, I guess. You're, you're yeah, just, tough. you're, you're a, uh, a construct made to go carry out these tasks. You're, you're a puppet, if you will. Um, yeah. That to me was like, man, I'm, I'm this powerful character. I'm this crone. I'm this, I'm this witch. I'm running around and I'm doing my thing and I'm, you know, exerting my will for the power of justice and all that. And I'm just nothing. I'm, I'm a, I'm a pot on top of a pair of crow's feet. And it's, it's, but you're still the, you're still her. You have all of her power. She's still this like ancient, powerful 
thing. Yeah, she, but you're, you're just, just a sleeping lady that, you know, you just you, a sleeping lady. Just a sleeping I, lady. Uh, I, I did like I thought it was written well at the end where she does pick up the cauldron and kind of looks at it for a second. In my mind, it was like, oh, I am I am the witch, like almost like, do I want to pretend or not pretend? Do I want to choose to be the witch again? And like almost mm. putting it on. Mm. So in my mm. mind, it, it did seem like she was more than just, I mean, she literally was a construct. You're right. But the fact that she could choose to be that again, and that was as, um, she desired that just as much as she desired to be whatever she was as the sleeping maiden or before then. That to me meant a lot. Cause it was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. this is, this is all the stuff I did. This is the person I became like her. It seemed like a choice, right? Like that was weighing heavy. However, that was written at the end was like, she picked it up in a nostalgic way. It was like, oh, do I want to choose to be that now rather than who I was before? I thought that was written well, but yeah, it definitely, there was no final boss fight. And I was definitely felt let down by like, oh, it's just kind of done now. I could have used a boss fight. <laughs> As you can imagine, I was not bothered by that. <laughs> it's like, oh, good. Yeah, I kind of, I enjoyed it. And I think, you know, I have a tendency to be uh, I have discovered with this and playing Death Store now and how much I love Spirit Fair and stuff like that. I'm like, I think my favorite genre of game is I fairy people to death. <laughs> I'm like really into that kind of game. Wow. Um, <laughs> I guess just thinking about it, I was like, huh, every time I really like a game, I'm ferrying souls somewhere. You're going to love Kana. Oh, perfect. I'm on board. Kana, the title is Kana Bridge of Spirits. That's like the main plot of the game. See, wow. I didn't even know. I was just drawn to it somehow. I love it. Um, and so I always feel like I'm like emotionally in the right place with that kind of thing. Yeah. Because, you know, I love things that are like kind of a little sad, a little melancholy. But um, I don't know that make me think about existence and death and all of that stuff. And so at the end of this game... I can see if you want to fight a boss or things like that, like it would yeah. absolutely be disappointing. I didn't really care. I just really kind of felt like I, I liked this sort of emotional turn here. And the yeah. idea of grappling with the idea that like she, as this witch, you don't know that you are this construct. You yeah. don't know you're a horcrux of the sleeping right. lady. Sure. And then what does it mean for me as a being to come to terms with that, you know, what is existence? Um, what is it like? Does everything I've done not count because of this, right. you know, to be this created vessel or whatever. And I'm always here for uh, that kind of existential moment. So I, I liked the end of it that way. All right. Welcome back, Jason. All right. All yes. Right. I tuned in just in time to hear the one sentence that spoiled the entire thing. It was perfection. <laughs> um, <laughs> Excellent work. Excellent. Work. <sighs> All right. And uh, since you like sad, uh, melancholy meditations on death, uh, <laughs> have I ever told you about the game Elden Ring? Oh my god! You <laughs> <laughs> can't make that the title of every episode. Is it on Switch? Elden Ring moratorium declared. Yeah. All right. What's the drink? And I'm going to go with a, a hairy nipple. It sounded apt. I don't know. This game reminded me of there's like animals 
There was forests. There was hair. A lot of hair you had to cut off of animals. Uh, I don't think there were many nipples, but uh, butterscotch schnapps, Bailey's Irish cream, and vodka. And it's just like sweet and amazing and makes your evening better. And um, that's all I got to say. That, that's It was more in the name, but I think the ingredients work pretty well, too. Sounds like something I drink and throw up and not regret it. There you go. You won't throw up, throw up until you have four or five of them. But a couple <laughs> sn- Scooby snacks in there, too. Um, who wants to go next? I went with a Long Island iced tea. I also want to get away from the beer and go with a drink. Yo. I decided this is something that, um, in terms of drinking it, it's a relatively simple drink. It's not going to ask a lot of you to think about and really reflect on. It'll put you in that nice, uh, let's call it meditative state, uh, real quick. It'll <laughs> sit you down. Is that what we're calling drunk. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and I wouldn't say it's hard to make, but man, does it have a lot of ingredients. You got to have them all. True. Mm. Uh, mm. It, it takes oh. some prep work. So as, as long as you're prepped, Long Island iced tea is the way to go. But if you're missing one That's of good. them, it's going to collapse like a like a house of cards. It's better than mine. So, so I was living in uh, the 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 middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, a decade ago, and we went to a bar which was like the bar on the side of a motel kind of thing, which was the only bar oh, yeah. only bar mm-hmm. in town, yeah, because it was a tiny town, and we asked for Long Island iced teas. You say, we don't have those kind of fancy drinks here. Because <laughs> Pennsylvania <Yeah>. is <laughs> Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and the rest is Alabama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh's only kind of not Alabama. <laughs> right, right. To be honest. So he says, <laughs> Pittsburgh is, is uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So exactly. he says, we don't have those kind of drinks here. And I said, you know, <laughs> hey, all you got to do is Pour a little bit of everything into a glass with a little Coke on top. He says, we don't have those kinds of drinks here. And I said, oh, (laughs) okay, never mind. And we moved on to the next place. So we we figured out pretty pretty quick that that those kinds of fancy drinks were not, not, Mm. you know, uh, welcome in our town. Amazing. Yeah. So my, uh, my drink is a hot cup of tea. Oh, there you go. Hey! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I usually drink like a vanilla chai or a salted caramel Mm. or a uh, green tea with a little, you know, passion fruit in it. Those are kind of my go-tos. But this game with the witch theme very much made me feel like, man, you know, a hot cup of tea is the thing. And it was a very meditative game, at least... There again for the the first third of the game for me, when I wasn't kind of rushing through it to get to the end. Yeah, charging <laughs> yeah, through. Exactly. Uh, it, it very much felt like you know I could kind of just zone into it, and a hot cup of tea is exactly what I need in those kinds of moments. So I, I drink a lot of tea, and this game kind of gave me the same sort of relaxing, meditative sort of feel to it. You know, my drink is like really on the same level as yours is um, right along those same lines. I picked for my drink this time um, hot cocoa with fluff in it. Yeah. A nice marshmallow fluff um, because I, I that's been 
I have been winding down from my day for like the past month, maybe more, with a cup of hot cocoa with fluff in it. You know, I'll make one for me, make one for my husband. We'll just chill in our hoodies and drink our hot cocoa and fluff. Um, wow. And it is exactly that what you were talking about there. This like kind of like this is how you unwind this meditative sense that you get from this game is just like this warming you know, I can play this for right before I go to bed, you know, or, or charge through it all day as I did, whatever. Yeah. But uh, it, uh, you know, I would sit there and it's like the feel of the music, the feel of like just kind of crafting with a purpose, but also it's a pleasurable thing to sort of do in this game. I really like crafting, even if I was frustrated sometimes by. <laughs> okay, we'll just we'll make our hot cocoa and we'll just sit there and fluff. And it's a pleasurable thing that we do. Oh my god! <laughs> All of those things, like this, is pure <laughs> Christmas episode stuff that you're saying, and you're not even realizing it. <laughs> this is just amazing. Okay, I, I, I get no respect on this podcast. None. Tis oh, the man. season for Udi and Fluff. We'll sit there and fluff. You know, that's not what I said. It's, it is. It, it, you said something like that. It was, it was, I'll roll it back. Are we recording? Is anyone recording this? I think you said exactly that. Yeah, you, you're gonna sit there and fluff. <laughs> I think you said we we fluff each other's brains out. Yeah, is what I, I think heard. That's what you said. And you said sometimes you record it on your PS5 and you listen back to it because you like the sounds that you make. I thought it was inappropriate. I can barely walk from all the fluffing, is what I said. And you sound like a little uh, getting fluffed. Is I think what no, even no, Izzy's freaking out. No, no. No. <laughs> it went so oh, wrong. It went so sideways. <laughs> wow. And so, uh, Corrigan, what's so, your yeah, that, uh, what's your song? My song. Uh, my song uh, is "Your Rocky Spine" by Great Lake Swimmers. Partly is because the instrumentation of this song is very similar to some of you know what you hear in this. So. Often this will happen to me in games. You know, I've said it in other ones before that there will be a song, something in the background of the game that then I find myself singing something else. I'm like, why am I singing this? Oh, it's because, you know, it sort of reminded me of it in some level. So Your Rocky Spine by Great Lake Swimmers was one that kind of kept getting stuck in my head while playing it. So it's a tonal thing, first and foremost. It fits with the music already in the game. It's like a gentle plucky indie folk so song um, and it would sort of, you know, find itself right at home in Witchwood. Uh, and it also, I think because of, you know, the, the part of the game where you're going into the mountains and the ice and the cold and all that stuff, this song uses like a glacial mountain as like a metaphor for, you know, their partner's body or whatever in this. So the descriptions in the song very much sound like this sort of level of the games, you know, where it's talking about, you know, they whispered the snow and leaves in my ear. I traced my finger along your trails. Your body was the map. I was lost in it. As a person who relied on the map a lot, the map just is very much a part of this game for me. Floating over your rocky spine, the glaciers made you and now you're mine. So it's really just kind of like a vivid description also of the game. And so it just kind of felt like it fit for me.
I like the part where they just talk about fluffing the whole time at the very end of the song. Right? <laughs> I love all the fluff on your mountains and the fluff in your valleys. <laughs> Filthy. Oh, uh, I just can't make the podcast. Uh, <laughs> because I don't know why I assume like eight-year-olds listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. We will keep bleeping though. All right. All those eight-year-old Monkey Island fans out there. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. That's what it is, Ben. It's because you remember when we played those That's games. That's what it is. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when we were kids and played those retro she games. She said fluff. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? And we never matured. <laughs> uh, Dave, what's your song? Um, it's a little on the nose, but it's it's Witchwood by Blood Ceremony. Uh, Blood Ceremony is a uh, occult rock band, I guess is the best way to oh. put it. Sort of doom metal, uh, sort of like a modern Jethro Tull. I guess uh, they've got oh, okay. uh, a, a lead singer who also plays the flute and they rock pretty hard. They're sort of like a uh, early uh, Black Sabbath type type band, okay. but they yeah. rock. And the um, yeah, unlike early Black Sabbath, I guess. So <laughs> so uh, their song, Witchwood was just going through my head nonstop while I was, you know, playing this, uh, playing this game, uh, for obvious reasons. And, uh, right. you know, uh, it, it, it was one of those things where I couldn't, you know, uh, make the game and the song distinct from one another. So, right. uh, it had to be, you know, connected in my head and kitty. Oh, Is it also spelled with a Y? No. No, oh. not at all. <laughs> that one's actually W-H-I-C-H. Yeah. Which it's, it's a song about golf. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait till we get to Recommendation Station. We're coming back to golf today. Oh, no. Can we play Sim Golf together? <laughs> oh. I'm not Good playing chance. golf. What about, <laughs> what about what the golf, Corey? You oh, like it a lot. I need to it's play really golf. Fun. Sorry, I'm golf sorry. Story? Oh, yeah. golf story is so good. Corey, you would like Golf Story, but you would also love What the Golf. She would love it's, Golf Story. That the plot fake. of the game is that golf. It's the plot of the game is that golf is boring. Oh, okay. Well, and and so you will end up like blowing up llamas and stuff with the golf club. Um, it just gets very silly. <laughs> it is no. It is no longer golf in any way. It's fantastic. <laughs> okay. uh, my kids love playing it. It's the only game that they play. Okay, they, but uh, I'm just wondering what could be greater than golf with a gator. Oh, that's true. That's is really the question. Is that a Sam and Max reference? No, it's a Gator Golf reference. And and instantly the theme song to Mr. Bucket just popped into my head. Can can I change I my song to that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did the, that commercial always go back to back with Mr. Bucket? I think it or did. Bucket, it's absolutely just did. Mr. Bucket. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it goes the straight into it. out of my mouth. The balls in my mouth. <laughs> like, why yeah. would you say that? Why would that be a line yeah. that you would write? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. He can say balls pop out of my mouth, and no, we're actually, all good. you're the one who just said it. You're the one who said it. I said Fuck it, me. and that's why it won't go in. See, there's another. <laughs> Jeez, right there. Corey. Right there. Can we use the word fluff, please? Wow. <laughs> Can't wait till the only Johns gets uh, in the holiday episode. Lock the balls in my mouth. 
<laughs> Remix. All right. Remix. Um, uh, so my song is I Hate Winnipeg by The Weaker Thens. And I have no justification other than this okay. game was sponsored by Canada. And oh. it's a great song. Oh, that's good. Great song. Was this game actually sponsored by Ontario? Not the entire country of Canada? Yes. Uh, is Winnipeg in Ontario? Listener, I'll leave that up to you to know the answer to. It's a trivia question. Is it? No, it's in Toronto. No. I was no. going to say, no, Toronto Manitoba? No. no, thank you. Yes. It's Manitoba. Not Toronto. <laughs> Can't know. A great song about a great city. Uh, in fact, I think the, the name of the song is not I Hate Winnipeg. I believe the name of the song is One Great City. <laughs> but the, the chorus is I Hate Winnipeg. Uh, Ben's going to have a fun time finding that one. In the dollar store, the clerk is closing up and counting loonies trying not to say, I hate Winnipeg. One of the great, great lines is, the guess who suck, the Jets were lousy anyway. Like, it's, it's a great song. Benjamin Jeffrey. I think I may, we may have lied earlier when we said the most kind of action in this game is when you're running from the wolf. Mm. You mentioned the most action, I think last month on the podcast, Corey, when you were like, it's not like a gory game or anything. Oh, but you set out the traps and to get all the yeah. rodents and birds, there's just like blood Thanks. splurting all over the place and faces Fantastic. and meat and everywhere. So what does yeah. that remind me of? Surprise the shit out of me. When you have these like little <laughs> happy tree friends that are. Oh, oh no. my yes. God. So wow. they're like classic. It's been a minute. La 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 Oh my God. I love happy tree friends. That's one for if uh, any listeners like under 33. 30, yeah. They have yeah, no yeah. idea what you're talking about. It's so good, though. Oh, my God. I <laughs> love those so much in college. We need to raise up the children in the ways that they should grow mm. and teach them. It's true. Teach them of the gospel of happy tree friends. You know what? We are what they grow beyond. So if they never know what happy tree friends is, they'll create their own happy tree friends of their own generation. And it'll be even greater. So It's really it's beautiful, fine. Ben. Thank you. Thank oh, you I just Yoda. clicked the link and and I remember the uh, you know I remember that animation. That was the thing that all of the lame kids at uh, Hot Topic were into. It totally was. That was me. That was exactly me. Right. There you are. Have you met oh, Ben? Ben, don't claim you worked at Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. You did not work at Hot Topic. You were not that cool. He wasn't that cool. He worked at mailboxes, etc. Even cooler. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh. Let us recommend some things. Recommendation station time. Choo-choo! My recommendation is that Corey should play Disco Elysium. Uh, we had yet another person say, oh man, you should do Disco Elysium on Mulf sometime. I just want to say to that person, Nick Gates, I've been trying for, I think, three years at this point <laughs> to get them to play it. It's a point and click adventure where you literally talk to your own emotions. They are like NPCs in the games. And it's about the evils of capitalism and the possibilities of communism. It's phenomenal. It's, it's beautiful. It's interesting. It's so up your alley, Corey. Mm-hmm. Do they have it for PS5? Yes, they do. 
Okay. They absolutely Noted. do. So I just want to put that out there. How much does it cost, though, Jay? That's I don't know. Question. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll email you when it's on sale. The the thing that we don't talk about email. What no. I say? Email. We I don't talk it. about email. <laughs> the thing I did want to say though is I I have fallen further down my soul's hole. Elden Ring led <laughs> me to Bloodborne. I am now just tearing through Bloodborne. It's fantastic. My kids are watching. It's a bad idea. Oh. But they are very much not scared by it, they're saying. Nice. And spooky kids. Spooky kids. Spooky kids. kids. So in in these games, uh, particularly in in Elden Ring, you can leave messages to each other, but it's a set number of options for different parts, and you like glue the parts together so that you can actually communicate to people in other languages. So a funny story about that is a bunch of stupid kids, silly, creepy kids, sorry, Corey, uh, were putting messages that said Fort. And then night. Of course. And so then a bunch of Japanese gamers were reading these notes and f- and they had an entire conspiracy theory about how there's a fort that only appears at night. Oh, my gosh. That they wow. were trying to find, which oh. I thought was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, they also there's a, the famous trifinger butthole that people <laughs> were able to figure out. It's a real situation, huh? It really is. Mm. Um, <laughs> but common ones were would be um, you walk into a dungeon and there's a note that says, be wary of up. Meaning, like, there's a monster up on the roof right. that's going to jump down and kill you. Right? I thought it was just talking about the, like, sad opening scene of the movie Up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should be wary of it. So You should be wary of that. So the other day we're at a, at a playground, and uh, Maddie looks up, and there's a kid hanging up above us, and she just looks over at me and goes, Dad, be wary of Up. <laughs> wow. It's like, I love amazing. you. You're amazing. So play terrifying games with your children. Um, maybe video games, too. <laughs> But definitely psychological ones. Definitely the psychological guy. For sure. <laughs> wow. Corey, uh, tell us yeah. about a graphic novel. Uh, that's what I want today. I want a recommendation about a graphic novel. I also kind of want to get into wrestling. Do you have anything specific for me? Goodness. Well, I guess I'm I'm going to hold court for a second here uh, because I also have other recommendations to add to oh. this. But... Uh, because it was requested. For one, I did just read um, a friend of mine, John. He has been like a, a wrestling fan forever. Um, and he loves that I have recently gotten into um, to AEW and to general wrestling stuff. But I don't, I like wasn't watching it my whole life. Basically, my whole reason was because I, there's so much like lore <laughs> to wrestling when it's been on for 40 years that I was like, I just can't jump into it. AEW's only been on for three years. Um, and so it's like much easier to just jump in anywhere. Oh, and I yeah. constantly do this. Like every yeah. time someone visits me, I'm like, all right, we're going to sit down. We're going to watch Dynamite. And uh, I'm going to explain who these people are to you as they come out. And you're going to get it. And it's going to be no problem, uh, which has led to my sister and I watch Dynamite together every single week. I have, you know, brought a friend to see a a taping of dynamite that it was never into wrestling and she's into it. So it's very, very fun. So jealous. <laughs> it's highly recommend going to see it. I'm, I'm going to watch dark elevation as soon as we're done. Oh, here. beautiful. I have to, I actually didn't get to watch uh dynamite or rampage this week. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. Probably rampage was great. Not, not to get on too much of a tangent, but they put a crown of thorns on Adam Cole's head. Or Good Friday. No, it's just, I mean. Beautiful. I love Adam Cole. That's some great stuff. As sacrilegious as it can get for a Witchwood episode. 
It's a good point. Nicely done. So yeah, there's a book that my friend John sent me, um, and it's called The Comic Book History of Professional Wrestling. And it is exactly that. It is, uh, it's by Chris Moreno and Aubrey Sitterson. And it is literally from like how wrestling got started um, as a thing, you know, uh, as a like from the beginnings of like starting to have these matches be fixed and like the mm-hmm. history of what these things came from, like dating all the way back to you know, Greece and stuff like that of where we get like the sport from and all this stuff up until, you know, I think it's, I think it might be like 2018 or something like that. So it's like right before AEW was a thing as such, like a lot of the wrestlers who are in AEW now, they are in this, but as WWE or, you know, impact and all these other different um, promotions that they're a part of. So yeah, like there are parts of all these different new Japan wrestling, all that stuff. Um, and that's cool, too, because it's not just America. It does branch out into like Japan is huge in in wrestling. So like you get to learn about that. And so it's like a really neat like if you're into wrestling or want to get into wrestling and want to know stuff about it. It's a very cool, easy read that actually is like super informative. After I read it, it was like the next week on AEW. I caught references to things that I never would have known were references. You know, nice. I was like, oh, they referenced this wrestler from the 80s or this move. I know that you get out of it this way, which then like reverses the move and wow. stuff like that. So it's very, very cool. Um, big recommend that and AEW in general. You can genuinely jump in on any Dynamite which is on Wednesday nights and get right into the stories. And it's like soap operas in that way. It's meant for you to be able to just jump in at any point and get it. I have a, I have a song based on Corey's recommendation, not just on the video game. And it's Tom Waits big in Japan. And now we can move on. That's a very good recommendation. You know, who's big in Japan, Tom Waits, Andre, the giant, when he fought in Japan. Primus. (laughs) He's a really good point. Yeah. (laughs) I learned all about, I didn't learn all about, I learned, that there was Japanese wrestling and Andre the Giant uh, documentary a couple years ago. That was a great documentary, oh, too. But yeah, it was. Probably still is, but yeah. Primus is the backing band on, on Big in Japan. No. No. Yes. Who is? Yes. Primus. Primus. Oh, what? Primus. <laughs> now, yes. What? The, now, Dave. The song, Big Dave, in correct Japan. Me, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard that they suck. Oh, um, sucks. if you ask Tim Alexander, he'll, he'll tell you no. He'll say, don't say that. Oh, but the rest of them, that's fine. they don't care. <laughs> they don't. Uh, Brain's into it. Brain loves it. I did not know that. Wow. Brain loves it. Yeah. Brain was on Big in Japan, not Tim Alexander. And then when Tim Alexander came back, they ceased to suck. So I don't know. What yeah. mm. Darn shame. Okay, my actual recommendations. Oh my gosh, uh, not that that's not... That's not it? Oh my God. <laughs> Disrespect. Um, no, I love that that's your, the recommendation. Like, I pulled it up on Amazon. I'm ready to order yeah, it. Corey, it's, it's so late here. You don't understand what the central time zone is going through. <laughs> oh my God, it's like nine o'clock. I hate you people. Um, I... Okay, I want to recommend um, the game that I am playing that I am, in fact, going to do my very first Men of Low Moral Fiber side quest on. I love it. I am currently playing Death's Door, 
which yes. is if you have that uh what's the what's that game pass is that that thing game that, pass, yeah. game pass yeah. you can uh play it on that i think there's some sort of thing for like I don't know. I know you can get it that way. It's not that expensive anyway. I think it's like 20 bucks. Um, the way you phrased that, I wanted you to like call all gaming systems Nintendo. So yes. also, what's that? That what's, game what's pass the, uh, you have on your, you play it in your a, TV. You can play it on the Microsoft Nintendo. You know, <laughs> yeah. whatever they call that Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say I wish I'd Death that. Store or Death's Door? Death Store. Oh, <laughs> Death's Door, not Death oh, Store. <laughs> that changes my Google search. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Hadn't thought this about is a real that. Jason soul hole situation. <laughs> you gotta pay the troll toll if you want to get into this. <laughs> if you want to oh get in the soul hole, soul. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Death Store is another game in which you are reaping souls. Um, and in this, you play a little crow who um, works in like this sort of very bureauc- bureaucratic kind of afterlifey type thing. And uh, something has gone wrong um, and you find out that basically these souls are living far beyond how long they are supposed to be living for some reason. And so you're sent in to go claim several souls in order to try to alleviate this problem. And it is, I mean... It's just, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. I'm absolutely addicted to it. As is my uh, fashion, it takes me way longer than anyone else to play it. And so other people, I I think the game is supposed to be like 11 hours or something like that and 20 if you're a completionist. I probably played like 50 hours of this game, but I reached 100% today, which is the first time I have ever done that in a game. Um, I have two more trophies to get. Uh, because one you get for going and beating the entire game using only an umbrella as a weapon. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to go through and do that, and then I will get a trophy for having gotten all the trophies. So I'm working on that right now. <laughs> but it is not insanely hard, but there's really fun fights. You have to like work your way up through all your skills, your dexterity, your speed, in order to be like more efficient as a fighter. And... It's sort of interspersed with collecting things and uh, really fun storylines, really cute humor in it. Um, so like, like really dumb kind of dad humor too. But like, there's things like when you come up people's names in it, the first like guy you meet in a cemetery, his name is Steadhone, like headstone rearranged. Oh, or yeah. you meet another guy and his name is Pothead because he has a pot <laughs> for a head. Um, so like, uh, oh, the first thing you actually meet is a security guard crow whose name is ball plarch or something like that (laughs) so they're just you know it's very silly but also has these very moving moments which you know i love um every time like a soul is killed there's like a little memorial service for them and so you kind of have this moment (laughs) of reflection after often you've been very frustrated after trying to beat something many, many times and just dying over and over and over again. This is a game where you die constantly. And then you'll be like, ah, yes, awesome, sigh of relief. And then you go into this kind of somber funeral in it. Um, And it's just, it's so much fun. I cannot say enough good things about this game. Everyone should absolutely play it and join me and my friend John Latour for a little side quest about it. You and your Johns. Yeah, as soon as he finishes it. Me and the Johns. 
Only John's. That's the side quest. Oh, Dave, what do you got? Yeah. Any recommendations? I have multiple recommendations. One I just saw got added to the notes. So feel free to take it if you want. Should I steal it? Yeah, take I, it. I, take it. I feel bad. Yeah, steal Our it. flag means death. Oh, I love it so much. It's fantastic. <sighs> uh, it's a show on HBO. At least I'm watching it on HBO Max. So I assume it's on HBO because I only do streaming. I don't have cable. But uh, it if there is a show of Monkey Island, it is the show. <laughs> and, yeah, very much. Uh, you know, obviously... Uh, Monkey Island is what got me into this podcast. Um, you know, men of low moral fiber as it is. <laughs> uh, so our flag means death very much has the same sort of silly uh, piratey kind of vibe yeah. that Monkey Island has. And I was shocked when I Googled the characters yes. and yes. found out this is real. This is real. This, I did this uh, last night. It's, it's, it's based on real yeah. human beings that actually existed on this earth. Oh, and sorry. it should not be that that way. So it's <laughs> it's the guys who did that. What's that vampire show? What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. It's the guys who did that, or at least the guy. Yeah, Taika Waititi. I should say. I, I have never watched it. <sighs> I should. Oh, you know, I I know I know you I, should, but you should definitely watch the movie first and foremost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'll, one of I'll watch the, the movie, the funniest movies on the planet. It's so good. Okay, but it's it, it's that guy, and it's uh, you know Blackbeard the pirate, and essentially Guybrush three point. Yeah. And gentleman there's pirate. Even the, yeah, the gentleman pirate, and he's even got cannibals and the whole thing. The there's a, a a mutiny on the the ship. I mean, it is if if they people talked about how the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie was a ripoff of Monkey Island. No, no, <laughs> this yeah. is a ripoff yes. of yeah. Monkey Island in so the best it's possible way. There, for yes, sure. yeah, oh, not God. in a you know you're going to be resentful way, but yeah. in a you're going to be appreciative way. So very much watch that. Yeah. The other thing I would recommend for Recommendation Station is uh, the new WWE game, WWE 2K22. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. Okay. So I, it's it's been a few years since they put out a good <laughs> WWE game. <laughs> the last, so they, uh, they took a break from putting them out because right. the last one that they put out was uh, full of glitches. And so they decided not to put another one out the next year. Now they've put out a new one and it is, uh, it's excellent. So I'm glad that they took the break. I don't watch much WWE. Uh, Again, like Corey, I watch AEW and I will be once we're done here. I'll be watching AEW. But um, it has it, it's been a fantastic game and I am setting up my universe mode. I'm actually really excited. So I'm setting up my universe mode so that on Wednesday nights, I will have a dynamite show with all of nice. the, uh, the community creations of the various AEW wrestlers on my AEW show on Wednesday nights. So beautiful. we'll see how that works out. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited to give it a go. That's awesome. I, 
I think I've only played, I've probably played a bunch on like Super Nintendo and stuff, but I remember like exactly when um, WWF SmackDown, the SmackDown game came out. And it was, I don't know, it was probably like 1999, 98, mm. PlayStation, I believe. Maybe, yeah. maybe PlayStation 2, but yeah. That game, I played the hell out of 100 hours plus, I'm sure, just like back in the day <laughs> playing that thing. And it was probably just like silliness and like would be unplayable now. But yeah, I definitely love <laughs> playing that game back in the day. Oh, my God. Was that made by THQ? Yes, it definitely was. Okay, so the uh, the N64 uh, wrestling games. So yeah. there was two WWF wrestling games. There was the WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy. But in addition yep. to that, before that, there was WCW uh, World Tour and there was WCW Revenge. Mm. Uh, and before that, there was the New Japan games, uh, Pro Wrestling, uh, Virtual Pro Wrestling 1 and 2. Oh, wow. Um, uh, outstanding games. Okay. Really, really good. I never played the the uh, PlayStation ones. That's, I never that's, had PlayStation. Yeah, that was the original. But down, the yeah. N64 ones, oh my God, that that WWF No, no Mercy is still in it to this day held as one of the greatest wrestling games ever made and dude maybe i'll check it out those are so fun if you've got the n64 laying around very much worth worth the purchase i have uh virtual pro, pro virtual pro wrestling one and it's a japanese game so i can't even play it oh, wow. <laughs> you need the little converter yeah. to play it and i i don't have one so uh, but I bought it just as a, a completionist aspect. So um, very much I am a fan of those THQ uh, pro wrestling games. Totally worth checking out. No Mercy. And uh, I, I think I put in more more hours on uh, WrestleMania 2000, but No Mercy is still held as one of the best of all time. You can play as Paul Bear. Paul Bear. And No Mercy. And Andre. Yes. Oh, my. They have like historical guys. That's awesome. Andre the Giant. Oh, I'm looking at well, that. Wow, that's a lot so of people you can play as. Big Show got uh, got suspended mm. at the time that that game came out. So they took him out of the game, uh, whereas he was in the one before it. Gotcha. And so to replace him, they put in Andre. That's awesome. That's fantastic. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I love it. It seems like you do. Uh, I will go with... <laughs> I feel like I do. Uh, <laughs> I discovered Roblox the past couple of days. I was all set to rec recommend it. At this point, I will say don't recommend it um, because apparently there's ads in there for adult companies uh, that hmm. may be doing illegal things. <laughs> Great. So, and isn't it like very deeply entwined with like the metaverse? I don't even know. So all I know is the kids are watching YouTube video on YouTube kids about it. And I was like, that's cute on YouTube kids. And yeah. it's like they're playing in the Encanto universe as Roblox characters, which to me, I hear like Minecraft and Roblox and they're like the same to me. But Roblox, you can like. I guess in both you could build. I don't know. Whatever. It's still confusing. But Roblox is cuter, I guess. Uh, and I was like, that's cool. Maybe we can do that. So I downloaded the game. It's all free, which is like, okay, in-app purchases is what that means to me. Uh, it is. I spent $5 on accident. <laughs> Never felt older in my life. <laughs> I have 400 Robux now. Not 500. Oh, oh good. Which you can spend on an yeah. OnlyFans. Worth more than Rubles. <laughs> it's, it's insane. So, uh, yeah. Uh, now I'm just like, Play, like the girls are watching me play Roblox to like make sure that they're not like accidentally watching porn or whatever. Right, so I need yeah. to do more research before I ever let them play by themselves, if ever. I don't know. It looks really fun. It's really cute, but like I'm still scared of it. So 
<laughs> don't quite recommend. We'll come back to that. Yeah, uh, like circle in months back. from now. Yeah, we'll circle back. My son plays Roblox, but that explains a lot. So, <laughs> how old? <laughs> he's he's twelve, going on seventeen. Okay, so. there okay. you go. Yeah, actually, tomorrow is his birthday. Oh, so. oh happy birthday! Ha- happy birthday, Gavin! <laughs> awesome. Happy birthday, Gavin! Yeah, Gavin. Yeah, happy birthday. yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say I downloaded it because uh, Lil Nas X was doing like a a concert in it like oh, yeah. a year or so ago. Yeah. And then I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, yes. okay, bulleted. I was like, oh I don't God. know what I'm doing here. <laughs> the onboarding is so bad. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Just no, I was like, no, just no idea what was going on in this thing. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to try. I think it's best if I don't. And the, the UI is meant for PC and they, they do a, like a cool idea, which is like, if you have this on your phone or your tablet or your PC or your console, it's all the same thing. You log in and you can be that character in the same worlds everywhere. Mm. Which like sounds cool until you play it on a console and you don't have this many buttons. And I'm holding up a keyboard now. Right. And like there's a <laughs> mode where you can like press a button to like go into mouse mode and you constantly have to like go in and out of that to like click on things. It's like, right. even if I wasn't like scared constantly of like what might be appearing <laughs> on the screen, I would think I'd be having a terrible time. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no like tutorial or anything. So. I keep going back to like recommendation station, picking things that I don't recommend. Yeah, like actually, I don't I think stop. this. So anti recommendation uh, station. I, I picked up. Uh, Sean called me the other day, Fomf Sean, and he's like, "Hey, me and other Fomf Brent are uh, getting on the line. We're playing PGA Two K Twenty One." I was like, "That's not this year, but sure, I'll play it. It's fifteen bucks. I'll buy it. We'll play. It. Put our geeky little headsets on. We played together. Played a couple rounds of golf. It was super fun." Uh, we did figure out that if you play with two people, it's infuriating and quiet because one person's trying to play golf while the other person's just sitting there. So we figured <laughs> out that you got to do threesome or more. That way you got two people talking while one mm. person's concentrating. But uh, extremely fun. And I kicked both their butts, which is the best part of it all. So well, congratulations. Good times. <laughs> I think that's all I got. Uh, I also read a book that I didn't thoroughly enjoy. And I'm not allowed to mention things I didn't thoroughly enjoy. Wow, you've grown a lot in the next, last couple of minutes. I'm impressed. Thank you. Uh, Dev Spotlight. <laughs> Developer Spotlight! Oh, that's me! Yay! Did you all find right. our list that we made of all of our uh, developers? Of course yet? not. <laughs> <laughs> have you met you me? You didn't get that? We don't have a list. I'm just <laughs> we, we have an entire channel in Slack, Ben. <laughs> wait, wait, did you put, oh, wait, do we have a list, though? I mean, that channel is kind of a list. I guess I we think could Jason have a list. just posts things in it constantly. Yeah. And we ignore yeah, it. That sounds right. Uh, but uh, since we're on the theme of Canada a little bit today, let's have a look at Canadian developer Maddie oh. Thorson, who is the writer and director of the 2018 platformer Celeste. Celeste, oh. yes. one of my favorite developers. Oh, yeah. oh my hey. gosh, yes. So uh, Celeste, as you know, uh, is a game about what Thorson herself describes as a, quote, canonically trans character on a journey of self-discovery. Uh, initially, Maddie Thorson developed Celeste and her previous game, Towerfall, under the auspices of her own studio, which was named for what's now her dead name. She's since shut that down and relaunched as Extremely OK Games. And the purpose of that was not just to get her old name out of the heading, but also to highlight the fact that it was a whole team behind her, as opposed to the solo effort she's been making since she was just 14 years old, using a copy of Game Maker gifted to her by her mother. 
So Celeste, for its part, looks absolutely delightful, and I'm stoked to give it a whirl. It's a 2D platformer with great music, vibrant colors, and a story about a girl climbing a mountain that Thorson describes in a medium post as being an unintentional metaphor for the trans experience, as she hadn't realized she herself was trans when she made it. Oh, wow. And one that might help cisgender people to recognize that transness isn't some foreign and unrelatable state of being, but a deeply relatable part of the human condition. She writes, when Madeline, Madeline looks in the mirror and sees her other self, when she attempts to abandon her reflection, who then drags her down the mountain, when the two reconcile and merge to become stronger and more complete, that was all unknowingly written from a trans perspective. Wow. So maybe if you're a cis person and you personally relate to Madeline... You shouldn't feel like we pulled one over on you. Instead, you could take this as evidence that trans and cis feelings aren't so different, that the chasm between transness and cisness isn't such a wide gulf, and that most of the way that trans existence is alien to you are the result of unjust social wow. othering and oppression. That's so wise. So, ex yeah, right? <laughs> when, yeah. when that happens in the game, I cried. Ah, love Like, that. it's an incredible yeah. moment. Um a lot of games do the the shadow self thing. Yeah. I don't think I'd seen a game. Okay, with the shadow self, you either usually defeat it, right? Mm -hmm. It's an evil wizard giving you a shadow self, or uh, the two of you merge together. Right. Right, and it's like, okay, now you're part of me again. Instead, it's, there's a merging, but an empowering with it mm. of realizing that you want to integrate all parts of yourself, and you actually mechanically gain new powers as a player when it happens. In that moment, it was that special thing that we just talked about, like realizing you have all the ingredients to craft. Like mm, it's that mm -hmm. cool mechanical thing, but mixed with the message in that moment of I can be okay. Mm. I can be me and that's okay. And that's enough. Like, and to deliver those both together in one hit. Oh, it's really good. I love it. I really, I definitely want to try this out. It looks wonderful. Like I said, the music sounds delightful. Mm -hmm. um, and extremely okay games. Next endeavor, Earthblade which is described as a 2D exploration game in a seamless pixel art world, uh, was announced last April. You can listen to a very epic song from its soundtrack on their website. You can follow her at Maddie Thorson on Twitter and check out her company's website at exok.com or at exok underscore games on Twitter. There you go. Ben, have we ever done Celeste? No, it's been on our short list for like three years. But well, well, Tyler bought a th switch, Fomf Tyler, and like a month ago, I think in the last month, and that was, he asked both of us like what games or whatever, and Celeste was ended up being the first one that he got for switch. Oh, wow. He just finished it a couple days ago, and nice. he like had like existential like I don't know, he's going through some stuff because of it. It's so good. <laughs> but he's like, I, it was uh, a fun wow. platformer until I realized it was actually like an amazing story, and like we yeah, it's so good, man. Look at that finger on the pulse right here. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I'll put that on my short list. It's really good. It's really good as just a platformer. Yeah. yeah. Right? The story is subtle, and it just it really feeds it out to you slowly. It's just a really, really good platformer. But every time it wants to do a story move, your thumbs are doing that thing already. Yeah. Mm. And it's it just connects so well, and you're just like, oh, holy crap. I was already crying. I didn't know why. Wow. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, Mumph in the news. Huge news. 18 years ago. Grumpy Gamer <laughs> on April 1st. Ron Gilbert posted, if yeah. I ever made another Monkey Island. Yeah. 
And he said a few things about it. He said, first off, uh, it would be a sequel to Monkey Island 2. Screw all that other crap. It would be Monkey Island 3. I would forget everyone else. Smart. They did great stuff. Smart, yeah. But I want it to be my game with my people that I worked with. Right. Uh, Second off, I would announce it on April Fool's. Now, he said a lot of other things. (laughs) But we're going to ignore the rest of that post because just a few weeks ago, on April 1st, he tweeted that he was going to release Monkey Island 3. Ha 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 ha. And everyone laughed until people started to put it together. I like that because I never know what day it is. I did not realize it was April 1st and it never even once occurred to me that it would be fake. Corey broke the news to me and Ben because of that. I didn't realize until just now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it went unnoticed because of April Fool's. Like it, it intentionally took longer to hook people in. But then they officially announced it on, I think, the 4th. Yeah. That was like actually. Uh, people were like, wait, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, we've been working on move. it for two years. Brilliant it's going to come out later this year. So wild. Uh, and if you want to know if David Fox is on it, don't worry. David Fox is on it. Do you think we'll get like a, a another documentary this time of like, you know, like the what was that game that we played? Oh, that? 72 Broken hour Age. documentary. Broken Age. Oh, yeah. Broken Age. I think we'll get. Oh, no, so. we need to get that for Psychonauts 2. Oh. But oh because they, they split off. Mm. And so this is the Thimbleweed Park side of things. Mm. Right. And I don't believe we ever got that documentary. No, that'd be great. We just got the only documentary we got was having David on the podcast. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. We need more conversations with David more Fox. Davids We're going to be out the there podcast. this summer. Corey has her Johns. We get the Davids. You're running the marathon Fair. in San Francisco in July. Let's call him up. See if he wants to grab coffee again. Because it's been a minute. Do it. Love it. Let's do it. Do it. Before the marathon, hopefully. Yeah, so we have yeah. that to look forward to. Weed Park is what brought me to your podcast. Hey! hey nice. Yes. I, I was looking. I heard that Thimbleweed Park had a uh, podcast about it. Yeah. And so I, I searched for a Thimbleweed Park podcast. <laughs> and and you guys came up. That's awesome. It was just us. Wrong podcast, but yeah. man, lucky right me. Place. Was I on that? Oh, Did I do that? Us. Yeah, I played Thimbleweed Park. I think you, right? you were. You were. It was like the, the stacked court. one with all of the all of the guests on everybody. Did we have Kristen <laughs> on that one? Yeah, all, I think all Kristen might have been there. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, and Dave, and then, you can now introduce yourself as a fomp. Oh, fomp. It's happened. I'm a fomp now. You're a fomp. And everyone will know exactly what you mean. Yes. Never explain it. But like, I'm also the pro- producer. You gotta so pick where in the hierarchy I, you like. Can I be a pump? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. fiber. Yes. I love it. I, I want to be a. I want to be a pump. I like, that. I like that pump. The only pump there is. I was gonna say we need to have Dave design those things for us because uh, that's much better than what we came up with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also because he's the producer, I mean that that is his job. Yeah, it's so, true. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, assign me whatever you need me to. <laughs> I feel I feel like we picked next month's game. I keep being like, yeah, this is our May game. Hear me out. Okay. But did, is it Uh-oh. reserved? Have we picked a game yet? Not that I recall. Okay, damn But it. if not, something I was thinking about. Yeah. What if we just did like book it, report time? Just share what you're playing. Oh. Just talk Ooh. about it. Just low key. I get to talk about Elden Ring as much as I want. I don't know about that. Corey gets to talk about, it might be Death's Door, <sighs> it might be something else. Nerd. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do have, a, <laughs> there's a, like a long list of games I'm like, I can't play because I'm playing Molf games and I'm playing, oh. the, yeah, yeah, so catch up on those and, and chat about it. Play what you want. That'll, and then when we come back, maybe we do Celeste or something like that. I feel good about it. Uh, but, but, but we could take this, especially during Corey's time of discovery. Right. It's true. Let Corey play what Corey wants. Let ben, come in and talk about PGA 2K21 and we will give you that attention. Yeah, I don't need it. 
I'll pretend to pay attention. It. Thank you. <laughs> and I will I will talk about indie darling Elden Ring. How's producer that's a, that's a good uh, uh, producer tier feel about that? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh yeah. Is that a game? It is from like nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. It's it's old <laughs> yeah. school point and click and we need to have Richard on the podcast. And maybe I think that was what it was. That, that was definitely yeah. set for spring, which this will be our June game. All right. I like that. We'll do fluff, fluff month, and then indie is right after that. I like it. I like it. Yep. Cool. Feel good about it. And you might take a while. So that's good. If you do Kena for fluff, maybe I should just do Kena and then we could all play Kena because Ben's played Kena. But, you know. Or there's that. Will I ruin Kena? Let's call it fluff. I've never beat Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, so I don't think I ever played it. it I never started. It. I did. I never beat anything. I don't think I beat it, but I've definitely played it. I get to the castle where you have to fight the Nazis, and I lose. Oh my god! I'm so I can't wait. Oh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be so frustrating. <laughs> I, I I need to I need to get past that. All right, fluff it up. If we all accidentally play some Kena, we'll all be able to talk about that too. There we go. But not necessarily do any research. I've beaten Kena twice. <laughs> so you're ready. I'm ready for Kena right. whenever. Boom. Perfect. How about, yeah, Kena, we, for our listeners, join us next month. Feel free to play whatever you want. We will be tweeting out and Instagramming out things occasionally, at least once or twice between now and then, what we're playing. Uh, Kena will be amongst those games. So feel free to jump on Kena if, if you get it on sale or anything. Uh, really fun game that we've talked about a bunch already. It's on sale today. It's on sale today. Although that's not it's not when nope. this is coming out. I think it's, but it's the spring sale or whatever. So I think it's through the end of the month. Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, Kane will be amongst those games. We'll we'll definitely spend some time on that. And thank you, David, so much for being here today. It was a pleasure having you on the podcast, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. Great. <laughs> thank you. It's wonderful. Uh, and dear listeners, you can find us on our website at menoflowmoralfiber.com. Twitter, we are at MOMFPOD. M-O-L-M-F-M-F-P-O-D. Just put the letters together. <laughs> put the letters together and blow. Uh, we're on Instagram. And if you give them money, they will pretend to be your friends. <laughs> That's right. So you left it in, Ben. Good. I'm glad you left it in. Jason <laughs> doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, My pretend friend. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mumf, M-O-L-M-F. As always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm Dave, and I'm happy to be here. And I am a mighty witchy pirate. Ah. And all I see are three little brats puffing out their chests and barking like mutts. (laughs) (laughs) 